0: First of all, I just want to say um, I love you all. It's wonderful to um, be in the house of the Lord. It's wonderful to be with whānau, um, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. I see you like um, our Father sees you, just beautiful and wonderful and precious to me. So, um, yeah, kia And it's a real honour to just be up here and talking and sharing with you um, some of my own journey with, with our dad, with our Heavenly Father. So, um, yeah, it's just a real honor to be up here. I just want to quickly acknowledge those that were up on the couch. Um, and that's awesome. It's like being in the living room with your, with your whanau and sharing, you know, intimate stories about how um, God can really transform um, things in our life and in our family, and it can go on for generations, you know, and so um, today as I'm sharing, um, I'll share with you a little bit of um, forgiveness in my and in, in my whanau, um, yeah, so I just hope it's going to be a blessing to you, um, yeah, but um, I've titled my message today, um, The Maunga, which is Mountain of Mercy, Ascending Through Forgiveness um, if we think of forgiveness at the top of that peak of that maunga, it can seem really daunting and um, a big feat, especially if, if the forgiveness that you have to give is, is, is huge, if there's big, deep things going on. I understand that it can be, God even understands, it can be a monumentous thing to walk through. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to share on that. Um, and as we're ascending... Um, towards that peak um, I'm going to touch on three um, well I'm going to stop and I'm going to take a breath and look around because there's many um, stops along the way that you make um, up that that maunga of forgiveness and um, so the first um, point we're going to stop at is understanding forgiveness um, the second one is receiving forgiveness and the third is um, giving forgiveness so yeah we're going to go on a hikoi are we ready? <laughs> <laughs> I've got my sandals of peace on, if you can see. It says love. <laughs> love commands peace, eh, wherever it goes. So we're going to go on a hikoi of love this morning. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm actually, this is actually a beautiful um, Bible that I've got here. It's a Māori Bible, and it's got Māori and English. And we've sort of been on a hikoi ourselves as a no um, uh, yeah, falling back in love with our language. Um, so I'm going to um, share our karakia from here, the Lord's Prayer in Māori, and then I'll repeat it back in English. Uh, e to mātou, mātou rangi, our Father in heaven, kia tapu tō ingoa, hallowed be your name. Kia tai mai tō tanga, your kingdom come. Kia mea to. E paia ki runga kite finua, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Kia no kite ki to te, ki terangi. Homai mai ki amato anai nei, he taro mai amato mo Give us this day our daily bread. Muruawai omato hara, and forgive us our debts, me mato hoki e muru nei i o te hunga. E ana Kia as we forgive also um, our debtors. Awa Hoki Awa Hoki Mato, E Kawia, Kia Fakawaya, Ingari, Faka Orangia, Mato, E kino. and do not bring us. To the time of trial, but rescue us from the evil one. No hoki te tanga, te kaha me te aki aki. ameni For for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. What a beautiful prayer, eh? Just really takes you into the throne rooms of heaven, and I, I believe you know that's where. Forgiveness leads us, eh, into the throne room of heaven. And, yeah, so, a tamari Good morning, um, family. Um, we're going to go on a hikoi. And by the end of this hikoi, when we reach the summit, uh, we should all see something really beautiful. And um, it's going to take some mahi to get there. <laughs> so, yeah, I got my little backpack in my little backpack. I unpacked the word of God, because that's what keeps us steadfast. I also got a bottle of water because um, he's the water of life. He gives us um, something to drink and to, to sustain us. So, yeah, and I'm going to be taking quite a bit of a sip of water today because I'm still recovering from a, a cold. And as we're on the, the topic of forgiveness, sorry, Brother <laughs> Paul, I think I gave you the bugs. So um, I'm sorry, Brother. Bless you. I knew it was. I received it before I, you even said it. <laughs> Yeah, because God is good and He abides in us, eh? Sorry. This um, air conditioning is drying my throat up a bit, but. Thank you. Yep, so we've um, left base camp at the bottom of this maunga that we're going to ascend. And we're, we're ascending now, and we're moving up, and we've reached the first um, view, um, understanding forgiveness, understanding the terrain of forgiveness. Our first ascent <clears throat> begins with understanding forgiveness. If we recall the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis, put your hand up if you know the story of Joseph. Yeah, yep, he's the man, Joseph. It took some. He took a long time, and he went on a pretty big hikoi himself of forgiveness. So, um, for those, just quickly. Joseph um, was favoured by his father. He was betrayed by his brothers, um, who sold him into slavery because of jealousy. Despite years of hardship and trials, Joseph rose to power in Egypt, and it took a pretty ironic twist. Because he found himself in a position to exact his revenge on his brothers. Actually, he, his there was a time of famine, and his brothers came, and they needed his mercy. Now, Joseph uh, wrestled with God about this. I believe he wrestled with it because he he wanted he wanted vengeance. You know, and we we all experience that time and those times in our life. I think you know. Um, where we just don't want to forgive because we remember these things that people have wronged us and they they rob us of our peace and our joy. And, and Joseph was really struggling with that. He wanted his brothers to get some payback. Um, yet Joseph chose forgiveness. Joseph. But was it Joseph? Was it Joseph that chose forgiveness? I want to throw up um, Psalms uh, 103... Verses 8 to 10. The Lord is compassionate and gracious. The Lord. Slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbour his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. The Lord. Actually, was the key, and and I tell you, and I speak from a place of experience. I um, I have a beautiful mum. She was a re- and and thank you, Shirley, for sharing your story. You remind me of my mum. My mum has a beautiful. It's a gift from God, forgiveness first and foremost. But my mum was exemplary in our, whare, in our family. She was, she is a matriarch in our whanau For forgiveness and. I share this in honour of my mum, by the way. Um, my mum, she was 19. She was a young uh, woman. She was a young woman in a family of eight, third eldest daughter. All of her brothers and sisters, they all gravitated towards the gangs. They all gravitated towards drugs, alcohol. You know... Frivolous living, worldly living. My mum was the only one that pursued God. And she did this because her mother raised her to to be this particular person. She she knew she had something on her life. So she went to church. She did everything right. She went to church. She was in the worship team. She was beautiful. She still sings today. And she met my dad. He was also uh, in the church, worship leader, youth leader, and they fell in love. They did everything right. My mum waited for that special person. She married him. He became quite a, a popular hairdresser, actually, back in the 80s, um, which took him away to Auckland, and he made it quite big. He had two very successful salons in the city, Takapuna and Inner City, and all of a sudden, things started to change in our family. The worldly things become more attractive to my dad. I love my dad, by the way. I forgive him. So does my mum, eventually. Um, <coughs> yeah, and so it took him away from our family. He had an affair with his accountant and he left my mother, 24 years of age, with two children under the age of five. And my mum was devastated. She cried out to the Lord, Why me, Lord? Why me? And she packed up our bags, she moved us back to Whangarei, and she went straight back into the church. She dove straight back into the church because she knew she'd find peace there. Well, she thought she would. Yeah. Um, But she had a big heart. She really loved my dad. She forgave him. She never, ever spoke one word against our dad. She knew how much we loved him. And I remember as a little girl, she would cry out to the Lord. I could hear her through the wall. I was real nosy. Love my mum. What was she talking about to to the Lord? And she would go, forgive him. Forgive him, Lord, because he doesn 't know what he' doing, and she really did love him now, as years goes on. my father he got assaulted, seriously assaulted, and he was left for dead in a pool of blood in the alleyway. They found him five hours later. he was on life support for three months. I lost my dad, you know that you know I lost that relationship because he couldn 't remember, and my mum walks into the into the hospital room he 's laid out on a, and he had woken up after three months in a coma. And he goes, his new partner, oh, Danny, you're awake. He was like, get your hands off me. Who are you? He was like, who are you? Who's this? Who, Where's my wife? And he asked for my mum. He says, where's Jathina? Where's my wife? Get your hands off me. It was almost like the Lord had erased all of that memory of a life that he shouldn't have even been having any part of. Where's my wife? And my mum had to gently say to him, "I'm sorry, Tiawa, but you've left me." And he was devastated. He was absolutely devastated. He couldn't believe it, and he was very remorseful. <clears throat> but it it, it it robbed him of his life. This whole journey. So I have um, some knowledge of what it takes because of the example my mum set. She set a, a godly example of how to forgive, even when it wasn't deserved. And she loved him. And um, they had a beautiful relationship in the end. My mum really loved my dad, um, but she did forgive him. But that's that, that love from Psalms. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He does not treat us as our sins deserve. He deserved it, but my mum loved him. Yeah. Cool. So, understanding forgiveness means recognizing that it's not a sign of weakness. In that moment, in that moment of we, um, forgiveness, my mum actually showed real mana, real kaha, real power. The authority of God can really change a situation. So, it's awesome. And, and the reason is because it set her free. It set her free from the bondage of anger and resentment. She could go on and be a. You know, a pretty good mum. She wasn't perfect, but she was a pretty good mum, and I am grateful to God for her. Yeah. yeah. So the next summer, we're going to keep on hiking up that hill. It's a bit of a trek. And as we um, continue to ascend, we may face uh, many rocky paths on the hike to f- forgiveness. I just want you to pull up First uh, John one nineteen, if you could. <clears throat> If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from unrighteousness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. You know, he'll wipe it all away. He'll wipe it all away and we can wrestle with him all we like. We can wrestle with him all we like, but... You know, sometimes we have to surrender that to God and just say, man, I can't do it, Lord. I cannot do it. I need you. I need you. First of all, I think Shirley mentioned it, forgive me for my stink attitude. Forgive me, Lord. And then we are able to then forgive others. Amen? Yeah. To receive forgiveness, we must first acknowledge our need for it. This isn't easy. It requires humility and honesty. Sometimes I struggle with humility. <laughs> Asked my husband. He's like, Oh, yeah, your problem is you're too proud. I say, Yeah, well, I must get it from my dad because I know I didn't get it from my mum. You know, yeah, sometimes we all do. We all struggle with these things, but it requires it. And it's awesome to be exercised in that area, man. Like, man, if anyone's going to exercise you, it's going to be God. He's going to exercise your spirit and he's going to work it all out get all those knots out, give you a good massage, midi-midi, so we can trust in his perfect hands. Yeah. So receiving forgiveness is about accepting God's grace, letting go of guilt and stepping into freedom and abundant life that God has for us. He offers us an abundant life. His forgiveness was never dependent on the severity of our transgressions, nor was it limited to the deserving right? He forgave sinners. He forgave tax collectors, those who betrayed him, and even those that would crucify him. That was the hikoi he was on. He was determined. He was doing the work of his father. He was watching what his dad was doing. And he pursued forgiveness. It was a big mahi. People were spitting on him, betraying him. His own disciple betrayed him. That's a big mahi. What an awesome footstep to walk in. That's what we can walk in, our daddy's footsteps. Man, that's, it's, it's, it's awesome when you know the call on your life as a son and daughter of the Most High that set the highest example. <laughs> Praise God. So let's look at uh, Luke 23, 34. Luke 23, 34. I'll just read it from here if you can't pull that up. As he hung on the cross, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. Often we've got to forgive people. Sometimes they don't even know what they're doing. Sometimes they can cause an offence. You're not even aware of it. But you've got to forgive them. You've got to, because God set the example. He set the ultimate example. Jesus' forgiveness is a divine act of grace. It's divine. It's holy. Not based on our worthiness, but on his endless love. See these boots? These boots are made for walking. And I'm walking with my daddy in love. It's endless love. This reminds us that forgiveness isn't about justifying wrong actions. It's not saying, oh, that's okay, Katie Poi, bro. It's not about justifying it. It's about setting you free. It's about it's about setting you free from bitterness. Bitterness and resentment. Because what good does that do anybody? It it stifles you in your tracks. You're not gonna get to that peak. You're not gonna see that awesome view because you're stuck in resentment and bitterness bitterness. The parable of the prodigal son. I like the parable of the prodigal son. Silly guy. My silly brother. (laughs) Eh? Could have been a sister. Mm -hmm. We can be a sister. Uh, From Luke uh, 15, tells us the story of a young man who squanders his inheritance. You know, we have an inheritance. Let's not waste that inheritance. He returned home in shame, fully expecting to be rejected. But instead... What happened? Instead, his father, who had been waiting for him, ran towards him, embraced him, and celebrated his return. This was not instant forgiveness, but one born from a long, painful journey filled with hope. You know, the dad was probably at home. Well, if he's anything like me, he's probably stressing out. Where's my son? And oh, I hope he's okay. You know, you know, you, you, Lord, look after him. You know. Sometimes it can be painful to wait on the Lord for for, for that moment to be able to receive somebody home. You know, my nana did it for all her eight children. Well, nine, actually. Yeah. So I want to share on another beautiful testimony of my mum. This is my beautiful mum and what she means to our whanau. Riddled with drugs, riddled with gang violence. Who was the one that would always take her brothers and sisters in? My mum. I used to get ho-ha. It's like, oh, not another one, mum. Not all their kids as well. You know, we were pretty poor, poor, back in the day. We didn't have much in our cupboard, but she would give, give, give. And they were deserving. They would take from her that turn up, and they'd be on the downers. And you know, my mum was just relentless with her forgiveness, relentless. And unfortunately, one day, her brother had a real bad turn on the drugs and he took to my mum, because my mum was giving him a bit of truth serum, you know, a bit of the gospel. <laughs> he didn't like it. The enemy just rose up in him. And he assaulted my mum really badly, to the point where he almost took her life. Almost took her life. That triggered something in me as a daughter. It triggered something, you know, because it brought but this memory of almost leaving my dad. And he had the audacity, the enemy, to try and rob me of my mum. No way, Jose. So I wrote this big letter to my uncle. How dare you? I think I even used some scripture on him. (laughs) Poor my uncle. I love him. But um, anyway, he got sent away to prison. Spent three years in prison. Who was it that visited him? My mum. She went to visit him in prison. She went to pray for him in prison. When he got out of prison and he was on the road to rehab, who was taking him to rehab? My mum. She would drive all the way to Auckland, drive him up to Paihia, and back again. She lived in Whangarei. She went over and above because that's the power of love. Love covers a multitude of sin. Man, what a. Come on. If I didn't have an example of that man, I don't know what else is going to remind me how good my daddy is, this daddy is. And anyway, you know how I was saying I'm a little bit stubborn? He turns up one day at my mum's house. and She goes, Oh, your uncle's here coming to visit you. He's got something he wants to tell you. I was standing in the kitchen and I was, Oh, I don't want to, don't, how dare you do this to me, mum? I'm not ready for forgiveness. And I was standing at the kitchen sink and I had my back to him and I could feel his presence (laughs) entering the kitchen. And I had this, you know, yucky feeling in me, within me. And I said, not going to do it, Lord. And then all I hear is, Lindy. And I turned around and every part of my fleshly, carnal mind wanted to give him a piece of my mind. But I turned around and in that moment, in that split second... Christ intervened. The love of God intervened. And, and I turned around, and he said, oh, I'm sorry. I just saw this remorseful man in front of me. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry, Lindy. And we embraced. We cried. Beautiful. And I think of him as that prodigal son man coming home, really remorseful, you know, really remorseful and fearful of rejection. But in that moment, God intervened. He said, I receive you, I hear you, and I accept your repentance. That was Christ working out through me. It had nothing to do with me, because if Lindy had her way, it probably would have been something else. But going back to that other scripture, it's the Lord. He is slow to anger. He is awesome. He is awesome. So um, we're going to keep moving on this, he quick. And it's about giving forgiveness. We're at the summit now, guys. Reaching the summit, we see the generational impact of forgiveness. Generational. Now, I could have really struggled with my uncle. And I've had other whanau too that I've struggled with. It took me four years to forgive one auntie. But I loved her. I loved her. I knew that much. I loved her and I desired to forgive her. I really did. I said, but Lord, you're going to have to do a work. You're going to have to do a work in me. Mahi this out. Because I'd avoid family functions. That's so silly. I'd avoid family functions because I didn't want to face her. Because it was pretty, you know. But I love her and I've forgiven her. That's thrown in the deep blue sea. Yeah. Because of my daddy. He helped me you know so we at the, and, it, and it can break generational curses of unforgiveness you know unforgiveness if we don't forgive it can affect even just the subtle things in your family you can recognize unforgiveness in families it becomes generational right we our family we are on a choice as he of forgiveness it's so good you need a taste of it if you haven't had it, you need it. It's so good. We love it. We are clothed in glory because of it. It's awesome. This wide-reaching forgiveness, it's echoed in Jesus' words to Peter. And if we could get Matthew 18, 21, 22. So I'm just going to take a bit of a drink. Oops. Spilt coffee? No, spilt Nearly there, guys, while we're at the summit. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times. This sounds like me to my mum. Oh, how many times are you going to forgive that person? Yeah, Jesus answers, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. Man, that's like pretty full on. And that's my mumma. 77 times and then some. You know, the point is not the number, but the boundless, limitless nature of forgiveness. God's ways are so much higher than our own. Sometimes we just got to get out of the way, stop listening to our own reason, and let His divine nature take the wheel. (laughs) Giving forgiveness can be difficult. I acknowledge that. Especially when the hurt runs deep. But remembering it's a journey, a journey many people are on right now in this room, a journey that many have traveled before. It's a process of releasing releasing the hurt, letting go of grudges, and choosing not to allow past hurts to control us, because it can block us off blessing and intergenerational blessing. Are you going to be that person in your whānau who's going to break that cycle? Because I'm telling you I am. I'm going to break that cycle. No more. No more will the enemy rob my father and the generations to come of, unforg- you know, of unforgiveness. No more. Enough is enough. So to conclude, as we descend down the maunga, And I wrap up my message. Let's carry uh, the lessons of forgiveness in our heart. Being guided by the Scripture, Colossians 3.13. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against somebody, forgive as the Lord forgave you. We've got to bear with each other, guys. We're not always going to get things right. We're not always going to understand one another's point of view because we might be on the completely other side of the mountain. We might be on the other side where the sun shines, where I am. <laughs> it's okay. God has got this. He's at the summit. Just keep walking up, keep ascending and, and reaching for forgiveness, and God will guide you all the way up. It's an awesome journey. So yeah, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has grievance against one another, forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. Remembering God's promise in 1 John 19, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. He will do that, Mahi. We are righteousness sitting right here in this room. Why? Because the son of the living God dwells in you, 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 all of you. you. He is going to clean us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Remember, forgiveness is not a solitary journey either. We scale the mountain of mercy together, fortified by the Scriptures and our shared experiences. Let's continue to walk the path of forgiveness, supporting and uplifting one another every step of the way. You got the sister? You got this, brother. You can do this. We can do this. Why? Because God goes before us. He is for us. So praise God. Be on the pathway to forgiveness, man. It's a good path to be on. Awesome. So that's, that's my little kōrero. I hope it really encourages us. I hope it really encourages us. And if there is anyone in this room that is struggling, that needs a bit of encouragement, needs a bit of Afi, come have a yarn. Let's pray together. It's good to pray because we're talking directly to our dad. And he can tell us all the goods. Sometimes we don't like to hear it. You know, like kids, say, I don't want to hear that. I want to do my own thing. But sometimes we got to hear it. Praise the Lord. Anyway, I just want to quickly pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this opportunity to share uh, with my brothers and sisters, your beautiful children. Lord, I thank you for your forgiveness. Lord, I thank you today that people are going to be set free of unforgiveness. Lord, that uh, we might go on to seek the highest mountains of forgiveness, Lord. We just praise and worship your holy name and all the abundance that comes from it. Jesus' name. Amen.